Around the holidays, our loved ones who've passed into spirit do come around more often. And our loved ones who have gone before us, they are right there on our minds, especially when we're reminiscing and we're thinking of memories. And so today I'm going to be sharing more about what happens and how your loved ones in spirit try to talk with you from the other side. This episode does talk about children who've passed over into spirit. So if you've lost a child through miscarriage or some other means, this could be triggering for you. So I wanted to just make sure you knew about that before you listened. I'm going to give you a lot of information about what is going on on the other side with our loved ones and how we can communicate with them. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to Gav Lyons over in Australia. Thank you for all you do for the listeners. I am so grateful. Thank you so much for sharing your review and your experience of the podcast. If you'd like a shout out, then you can review the podcast. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. So let's go ahead and get started before we officially get right into the topic. You can probably hear me shuffling some cards. So the first card I have here is a card of the channeler. Your body is intuitive. Listen to it. And the next card is your higher self. I'm seeing the higher self theme come up more and more in my readings that I'm doing on the podcast and the readings that I do in my program. So this is something that is really important right now. Listen to your body. It is giving you a story. It is telling you what is okay, what is not okay, what is working for you, what is not working for you. So many times we ignore what our body is saying and our body is an intuitive tool. So go ahead and listen to it. Okay. So how to talk with your loved ones in spirit? What do they say to you from the other side? My tagline for the longest time was, you can still talk with your loved ones in spirit. You just have to change the way you listen. They still talk to you. We just have to perceive their messages differently. So when they were living on the earth plane, right? They're talking to you. Well, they're still doing it on the other side. It's just, we might not be able to hear with our physical ears all the time. And that is why it's really important to develop your intuition because you can perceive your loved one and spirit's messages through your clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, and clairsentience. And that is the biggest way they communicate with you. They also communicate with you through dreams, and they also communicate with you through tangible signs. So I tend to see that men who've passed over into spirit, generally older generations, will usually send coins as a sign that they are around. I don't know why it is this gender. It just is. I have seen it more so often. Now, is it exclusive to the male gender? No, it's not. I'm just seeing it more and more. As our culture is becoming more progressive, this may change as more people are identifying as different genders. But so far, this is one of the historical patterns I'm seeing. Oftentimes, 
females, especially those who are older than us, who've passed over into spirit, I will oftentimes see signs of butterflies, more so yellow butterflies. And I will also see signs of flowers. Now, this can change depending on each person, but that's kind of the gender signs I'm seeing. But like I said, I think these are changing as more people are identifying in different ways. One of the things that I did want to share is when we see signs, they can certainly send us a variety. They can send messages through songs on the radio or on your playlist. You can wake up and hear a song stuck in your mind. I really feel, especially around the holidays and birthdays, and when you're cooking food or you're in the kitchen, you will oftentimes smell something that they used to bake or their cologne or their perfume. You can also taste something that they used to feed you. Maybe there was a special meal that your parents or your grandparents made you, and maybe you're tasting that. So they come to us in different ways, and they share different messages through different means. And one of the best times they come around are when we are celebrating something extremely exciting, when the family's getting together, or in our times of grief and when we're really sad. So the holidays can be an experience of all these different emotions, family gatherings, and then we can be in this period where we're really sad because we miss them, and we can be celebrating and we're really happy. They like to be around us around birthdays, holiday time periods, weddings, funerals, and those moments when we really need them the most. That is when I would say the veil, in air quotes, is the thinnest. So they're still thinking of you, they're still around you, but they're not necessarily around you all the time. Your spirit guides are around you all the time. They are your helpers. Your loved ones in spirit, they can still come in and give advice and help you, but they are doing their own thing. They are growing, they are learning, they are experiencing their spirit life now. And so that's one reason why it's really important not to talk to them every single day, because especially if you have just lost them, it is harder for them to acclimate to spirit and it is harder for you to acclimate to your life as well. I understand that the more that we think about them and we're grieving them, we can't help it. They're there. However, we do need some time where they can acclimate and get used to their new way of living without a body. And we also have to get used to this space that we now have because of their physical presence leaving. Their spiritual presence can still be here. So sometimes people say to me, can my loved one in spirit talk to me right after they pass? And my answer is yes and no. It really depends. If a loved one in spirit has passed very traumatically or unexpectedly, sometimes they need to go through a processing state or a healing state where they're not able to immediately come back and communicate. So they may need to take a little while to fully accept the process and what's happened. They also will have to acclimate to their spirit body and learn how to communicate with people who are still living. So it could be very traumatic. However, I have seen people communicate immediately and then take some time to process. Now, I have also seen people immediately be able to communicate 
And usually this is when someone is expecting a passing or is not emotionally charged when they're passing. So for instance, someone who has had a chronic disease or someone who passed of an older age, they may be able to come back immediately. So it's really up to the spirit if they're able to do this. Now, if you're in a highly emotionally charged space where you are grieving, it is going to be really tough for you to even receive their messages because your grief, your sadness acts as a barrier around you. And so it's really hard to get any kind of clarity. So I always recommend to wait for some time. Wait about three months or so before you're trying to communicate with them on a consistent basis. So just know that they are thinking about you, that they can communicate with you through your spirit guides. And that's a great way to utilize this. You could say, hey, could you please get a message to my loved one who's crossed over into spirit and let them know X, Y, Z. Your loved ones can also give you messages through your spirit guides as well. It doesn't mean that they won't come in and communicate with you on their own. I just wanted to let you know the the ins and outs. Now, some people will say, well, if they're not able to communicate with me, have they reincarnated? Is that the reason? And I'll answer that after this quick break. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings. But I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. So do your loved ones and spirit reincarnate? My answer is yes and no. Normally speaking, I will see people reincarnate decades, even a century after they've passed. So normally speaking, you'll be able to communicate with your grandparents and your great-grandparents, but that's not the rule for everyone. The times I normally see someone choosing to reincarnate more quickly are children. When children pass over into spirit, I normally will see them try to reincarnate very quickly if they feel they are going to try to come back and be birthed into that same family. So if someone has lost a child due to a miscarriage or some other means at the point of pregnancy, then normally speaking, it is not uncommon for that same soul to try to come through again. This doesn't happen all the time, but I have seen it a lot. That soul, though, can then choose not to reincarnate And they needed to experience the process just for their own soul growth and learning. And they needed you to experience that process for them as well. So sometimes we have a contract with a soul that just comes in for pregnancy and then leaves. And that is a lesson in some way, shape, or form that shapes our individual personalities. And that soul is then learning on their end as well. 
I also see children in the spirit world growing up. So sometimes there might be a question of, is that soul still a child 30 years later? My answer is no, they're not. They're a soul. They may show themselves to you in a reading or in an intuitive conversation as a child so that you can understand who they are because that's your reference point of how you knew them. That means grandparents can show themselves to you at the age of how you remember them. However, when they are out and about in spirit, normally I see loved ones show themselves in their 30s because that is the age where they feel that they look the best. This can, of course, change. But if I'm giving a reading to someone, I'm calling in their grandmother named Abigail, and then I describe to them how they look in their 20s or 30s, well, they may go, um, yeah, I had a grandmother named Abigail, but I don't know why she's showing you herself in that age range because I didn't know her then. So normally they will show themselves at a reference point of how you will remember. Now, how many memories do they have of you? This is another question I get. And do they remember you at all? Yes, they do remember you, but it depends on the spirit and the soul as far as what memories they decided to take with them in their spiritual backpack. So if you've ever visited someone in hospice or someone who is near the end of their life and they're recounting a lot of these memories or they're even seeing people in the room, but it's more of like a memory, what normally is happening is they are transferring their memories to their mind. It's leaving the brain and going into the mind. The mind is not part of the body. We take our mind with us. When we pass over into spirit, we don't take the brain. So they're transferring these memories there. Honestly, we don't need all the memories. We need the highlights. So if I were to tell you, I want you to watch this movie, and then, I don't know, let's say 30 years later, 70 years later, 80 years later, I want you to tell me your favorite parts of that movie you watched one time. You probably wouldn't remember all the details. You would most likely just remember the highlights or parts of the movie, even abstract, that caused intense emotion for you. So that is really the same in spirit. Honestly, it's better on the soul level not to remember all the details because you don't want to bog yourself down with all this stuff you don't need to carry with you. Your soul's mission, your soul's purpose is to learn and grow and raise its vibration and become lighter. So it's harder to become lighter if you're holding on all these lifetimes of details. Now, as a medium in a reading, I love giving details. But I also know that it's oftentimes better for the spirit if there's more highlights and less of the nitty gritty. Like, hey, go look under your cabinet. I left this necklace and remember this specific detail over here and this other detail over here. I love giving that because it's great validation, but it's okay to just have the highlights. They are cognizant, but sometimes our loved ones in spirit really are becoming lighter and they're moving to a new level. And when we're moving to a new level, we don't often 
keep the same personality when they're really advancing to new levels and new heights of their vibration. Most of the time, when I get a loved one in spirit that comes through, their personality is mostly the same. However, most of the time, not always, they will have different perspectives. I will have a lot of loved ones in spirit for clients come in and apologize. I'm sorry I was like this. I'm sorry I didn't spend more time with you. I'm sorry I couldn't get past my ego, my grief, my belief system, whatever it is. Not all spirits have that perspective. Most do. Most are able to raise above what they felt their blocks were on the earth plane. And some spirits are advancing so quickly that they really don't have as much memory. And I would just see them as this brilliant, beautiful life. Do they look the same? Well, like I said, they can choose how they show up for you. They can be spirit lights, they can look the same, or they can choose to look however they want to. So how do you talk with your loved ones? You can talk with your loved ones in spirit out loud, just like I'm talking to you. One of the best ways to honor them, to talk to them, is to talk to them out loud, or if you really can't talk to them out loud, do so with your inner reading voice with the intention that they hear you while you're doing something that reminds you of them. So when I'm cooking, especially for the holidays, I'm talking to my grandmother and I will hear her voice so clearly in my clear audience center. I will feel her energy and I will hear how her voice sounds just the way she talked. I will sometimes smell her house or smell something that she used to bake and I will see her as well. So do activities or wear perfume or think of a memory that they had with you and talk to them out loud. And that is how you talk with your loved ones in spirit. Now, one of the best ways, because it will be the most clear, is to talk to your loved ones in spirit through your spirit guides. And I teach this to all my students who are inside for intuitive languages, because your spirit guides know your energy and they know how to communicate with you most effectively. Your loved ones in spirit would have to learn the process of communicating with someone still living and they would need to know your energy system. That's what your spirit guides already do. So your spirit guides can more effectively give you messages from them. So talking with your loved ones in spirit through your spirit guides. And if you're one of my students inside of foreign intuitive languages, then you know that I tell you to talk to your spirit guides five to 15 minutes a day. And you can just simply request that they bring in a certain loved one for you so that you can have that fluid conversation. So your part is talking to them, talking to them out loud, talking to them in your mind with the intention that they hear the message. And how do you get the messages? You have to develop your clear audience, your clairvoyance, your clairsentience, and or claircognizance. You can have one of these languages, some of them or all of them. And the best way to do it, I feel, is a consistent way. And I've got my four intuitive languages program right here for you so that you can enroll and start talking to your spirit guides and your loved ones in spirit right now. I also have a special on my loved ones and spirit workshop right here for the holidays. I'm going to link to all this in the show notes. 
And I just want to say I'm wishing you a happy holiday season and know that your loved ones in spirit are still around. You just have to change the way you listen. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode, but until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.